Thank you for listening to the Society of Critical Care Medicine's iCritical Care Podcast. The iCritical Care Podcast is copyrighted material and all rights are reserved. Statements of fact and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of authors and participants and do not imply an opinion on the part of the Society of Critical Care Medicine or its officers or members. Your host is the Society's Associate Editor for Podcasts, Dr. Richard Savell. Dr. Savell is the Associate Director of the Surgical Intensive Care Unit at Maimonides Medical Center in Brooklyn, New York. He also is an Assistant Professor of Medicine at the Mount Sinai School of Medicine. To contact the editorial staff of the iCritical Care Podcast with questions, comments, or ideas, please email info at sccm.org. Hello and welcome to the Society of Critical Care Medicine's iCritical Care Podcast, the first podcast for pediatric critical care medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Richard Savell. In today's podcast, we will be talking with Adrian Randolph, MD, MSC, Senior Associate in Critical Care, Children's Hospital, Boston, and Chair, Pediatric Acute Lung Injury and Sepsis Investigators Network. Dr. Randolph is also an Associate Professor of Anesthesia at Harvard Medical School. Dr. Randolph was the guest editor for the May 2005 Supplement to Pediatric Critical Care Medicine, which contained the proceedings from the first International Sepsis Forum on Sepsis in Infants and Children. This supplement provides vital and much-needed updates regarding the epidemiology of pediatric sepsis, definitions of specific pediatric infections, predispositions to sepsis, and pediatric sepsis clinical research. It is an important and informative work created by international experts in the field. Dr. Randolph is here today to emphasize some of the most significant and unique aspects of this supplement as well as its value to members of the pediatric critical care community. Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, very well, thank you. I'd like to start out by asking you, what is Polisi and what is its mission? Well, the Polisi Network, Polisi stands for the Pediatric Acute Lung Injury and Sepsis Investigators Network, is a consortium of investigators in pediatric ICUs across the United States and Canada, there are approximately 50 ICUs participating at any one time. And the goal or mission of the Polisi Network is to perform clinical research studies to under understand and treat sepsis and acute lung injury in children. Our next question to learn more about this is, can you tell us what is the International Sepsis Forum and how is that related to Polisi? Well, the International Sepsis Forum is a unique collaborative effort between industry and academia. And the mission of the International Sepsis Forum is to also understand the clinical management of patients with severe sepsis. And they um, do workshops, lectures, and practice guideline development, uh, focus on critical care professionals internationally. They had never um, previously had a pediatric focus and so we believed that um, Polisi Network, some of our members had participated in prior International Sepsis Forum uh, seminars and initiatives, and we wanted to have a focused symposia just on sepsis in children, believing that the epidemiology and outcomes are markedly different than in adults. 
Our next question for you was if you could explain to us how the consensus uh, conference came about, and if you've discussed that a little bit already, perhaps expand upon that if you could. We received some funding from the Mannion Family Fund of the Center for the Critically Ill Child at Children's Hospital Boston and to put on a conference. And so the restrictions um, were that we needed to have an international group of people to focus on infections that were um, important worldwide, uh, not just in the developed nations, but also in uh, less developed nations as much as possible, and that we needed to make the proceedings of the meeting available for free to anyone uh, throughout the world uh, through the Internet. We joined with the International Sepsis Forum um, to help us organize the conference. We also modeled some of our conference on previous conferences they had had on defining sepsis in adults. Our next question is that uh, many experts from all over the world have contributed to this supplement. Would you be able to provide a brief overview of some of the topics that they have addressed in this supplement? The first part of the supplement, um, we focused on just discussing the scope and epidemiology of pediatric sepsis worldwide as well as um, the current definitions of pediatric sepsis and their uh, limitations and strengths. We then defined multiple specific infections to have more clear objective definitions, objective criteria for infections such as pneumonia, bacterial meningitis, and other central nervous system infections, central venous catheter-related infections, urinary tract infections, intra-abdominal and surgical site and soft tissue infections, um, bloodstream infections in children, and then separately in newborns, and then separately uh, meningococcemia as a specific infection. We also talked at length about predisposition up to sepsis in children and had a focus talks on genetic polymorphisms as well as immune dysfunction predisposing to sepsis, both both acquired, um, such as children with cancer or HIV, as well as congenital immunodeficiencies. And then we talked a bit about, had multiple talks on organ dysfunction, how to best study sepsis, the physician's ability to diagnose sepsis in newborns and critically ill children, what we've learned previously from observational studies on neonatal sepsis, as well as what we learned from randomized controlled trials in neonatal sepsis. Finally, we talked about reducing the global burden of sepsis in infants and children. How do you hope the proceedings of this meeting will be used to help improve the care of pediatric well, patients? My, I, we're definitely hoping that people will start using and testing these definitions. Um, consensus definitions are only um, as good as... Um, if people use them and then refine them, come up with a, a, the, defi- the revised definition that um, where someone has collected some data about what are some of the problems with this definition, how this, this definition, uh, you know, whether or not some of these tests that we um, put in the objective definitions are easy to get in most institutions and as, as well um, the to use them to better define the epidemiology of sepsis in this population because one of the purposes of this meeting 
was that we really lack an understanding of the disease process. And there's never so far been a well-defined prospective epidemiologic study of sepsis in infants and children except um, in the area of nosocomial infection. As our last question, as part of today's podcast, can you uh, speak for a few minutes on what you feel future directions for sepsis in children will be focused on? Well, I think, as I just mentioned, the first thing is to understand the disease process. And we, we really need to have high-quality clinical studies that include biomarkers as well as follow-up beyond the ICU in patients with sepsis, and that we better understand the disease process in um, different subgroups of children, such as those with immunocompromised and children with HIV, as well as children who are not immunocompromised, who make up the majority of children who, have, who um, present with sepsis. Second, um, once we ha- under- better understand the disease process, we need to have targeted t- clinical trials to try to improve the outcomes of this population um, and to try to reduce mortality and morbidity from sepsis in children. Uh, any other further comments about potential uh lessons learned or uh, valuable information gained from putting this together? Anything you personally have learned in putting this together? I think it's very important when looking at a disease process like sepsis that people collaborate together. It was a unique experience to be in the same room with infectious disease experts and immunologists, neonatologists, pediatric surgeons, oncologists. The way that everyone is looking at and defining sepsis is a little bit different. And I think it's very important that that individuals, critical care experts, work in, in more collaboration with these other groups of people in order to um, be able to actually get, you know, be able to actually work on this disease process in an effective way because it's everyone seems to have been working a little bit in a vacuum, and I know that all of the conference participants uh, felt the same, that it was just a wonderful experience being able to share knowledge with people coming from different um, angles. One question I had, again, coming at this as an adult intensivist, but that there are even greater challenges doing pediatric critical care research, A, I guess because the numbers are even harder to get, and B, one area I was wondering if you could comment on is in adult uh, severe sepsis syndrome, it's 28-day mortality, and I was reading that that was one of your areas of discussion in this conference is what's the best uh, primary endpoint in some of these studies. Is Is that a rational question for you? Yes, that's a very important question. And in different subgroups of children, such as those after bone marrow transplant, mortality from sepsis is incredibly high. However, overall in children, mortality from sepsis, although the overall numbers worldwide is one of the number, you know, highest killers of children, especially otherwise healthy children, um, and also even in subgroups of children like children with cancer, et cetera, the numbers are huge of, of the overall numbers of mortality. However, when you try to do studies, the mortality in sepsis is fairly low. And even in the last trial that was done in pediatric sepsis, the activated protein C trial, that trial was um, restricted to children who were on the ventilator and on pressors. 
and the overall mortality in, across the groups was about 17%, which is really hard to power a trial for a clinically important outcome. Right, much much lower than the sort of average. Uh, yes, average you know, 40, mortality 50%. reported in adults, which is more in the 30% range. Right. Well, and again, it seems like your other uh, important point was the multidisciplinary approach, again, in critical care, not just at the bedside, but involved in research, really optimizes your ability to obtain uh, rational uh, conclusions. Yes, I think um, that um, critical care research really need, in the area of sepsis really needs to pull in the infectious disease experts and the immunologists. Because um, to date, there are not that many um, in either camp whose focus of their research is sepsis. And I think that it's really important that these collaborative teams are developed in order to advance the science. We've had the opportunity today to speak with Dr. Adrian Randolph, MD, MSc, Senior Associate in Critical Care, Children's Hospital Boston, and Chair. Pediatric Acute Lung Injury and Sepsis Investigators Network. Thank you so much for taking some time to speak with us today on the podcast. Thank you very much. This concludes our podcast. I'd like to thank Dr. Randolph for sharing her important insights into this devastating syndrome. A free copy of the supplement is available from the Society of Critical Care Medicine website at www.sccm.org. Pediatric Critical Care Medicine is an official journal of the Society of Critical Care Medicine, offering the latest information about pediatric critical care to healthcare professionals. For more information, visit www.sccm.org. Look for future podcasts featuring a wide variety of information important to critical care practitioners, including interviews with authors and discussions with prominent members of the critical care community. Thanks again for listening. Registration is open for SCCM's 35th Critical Care Congress. Please note the date and location change to January 7th through 11th, 2006 at the San Francisco Masconi West Convention Center. Learn innovative treatments in critical care, as well as fundamental business practices to improve your ICU environment, all developed by a multi-professional team of critical care experts. Register today by speaking with a SCCM customer service representative at 1-847-827-6888 or visit www.sccm.org. Don't miss out on this unsurpassed educational opportunity in beautiful San Francisco, California.